my loves it is Layla back again with another episode of goddess talk with lay this is episode four thank you all for rocking with me it's been an exciting journey so far and i look forward to everything else in store and the other topics that we're going to talk about um today we are going to talk about a hot topic um it can get real serious. It's going to get pretty real. So, you know, if you offense easily, then I suggest this may not be the episode for you to listen to. <laughs> no, but seriously, I am super excited for this topic, actually, um, because there's a lot of confusion <laughs> that goes along with this. Um, what we're going to talk about today is lust versus love. Lust versus love. I'm all excited, y'all. I'm all excited. Please forgive me. Now, I know we're all grown and we know what these words mean, but I'm going to share the definition um, just so that we can have it on the forefront of our minds while we talk about the subject. So love, of course, is an intense feeling of affection towards another person. Um, it's a pro profound and caring attraction that forms an emotional attachment. So then on the other hand, you have lust, which is a strong desire of sexual nature that's based strictly off of physical attraction. Now, it's super easy to get them mixed up. And I know that probably every person listening to this has probably found themselves in a situation where you're dealing with somebody and you're super attracted to them. Things are going great. You've been dating for a while and then you think you're in love. But of course, we have to factor in the fact that everything new is going to be exciting. If you're physically attracted to this person and it's a new relationship, he's showing you him or her. I'm sorry, guys, I'm not trying to leave y'all out, but they're showing you something different. You're really, really feeling each other. It's exciting. So it can kind of be difficult to gauge when and how you may have fell in love with the person. Now, when lust comes into the picture, it's more so strictly the physical attraction. Instead of wanting to learn about that person, their personality traits, their characteristics, their, their morals and values, instead of wanting to dig deep into the soul of that person, you find yourself wanting to skip all of that and just get in the bed. <laughs> no, but really though, we have to make sure that we know the difference between the two and we're catching ourselves before we we get caught up in a situation um, that has been extended further than it, than it needed to go. We have to be able to check ourselves when we're like, oh no, see, this is all physical attraction. This is not going any further. So one thing that actually helped me a lot, um, I saw a quote on Instagram, maybe a few years ago, it said, um, lust feels like love until it's time to sacrifice. And that is so true. I actually want to say it's the realest thing I've heard in a long time, but it's so easy to get those two mixed up because those initial hormones and those 
um, first feelings and emotions that you get is such a rush. And it's so common to stick with that feeling and never want it to go away. Because above all things, you know, our as humans, our sexual desires are really something that a lot of people have a tr- problem with um, controlling. And I'm a firm believer in discipline. We have to know how to discipline ourselves on every level. Too much of anything is not good for you. I'm going to say that again. Too much of anything is not good for you. But no, I I don't mean to preach or be too extra, but I do want to share with you guys that the Apostle Paul in the Bible, he actually spoke a lot about lust Um, in the book of Colossians. He talks about how, you know, when you give your life over to the Lord, you're giving up those fleshly desires, which would be lust, which would be um, what in the Bible is called sexual sin. So you give up those fleshly desires for your new identity in Christ. Now, do not get me wrong. I am not at all saying that sex is a sin. I'm not saying that. I am just an advocate for making sure that you are giving it to the right person. Now, I don't really think that it's necessary to just go sowing your royal oats around to whoever wants it. We really got to do better, you guys. We got to choose the right people. And then, you know, we always wonder why. I'm saying we because, you know, I'm human as well. So I'm included in this. But uh, we always wonder why. Oh, my goodness. I'm so attached to this person I can't get them off my brain, but you don't even deal with this person anymore. Therefore, those emotional attachments are holding you back from your future or your soulmate, whoever God has for for you, because you chose to express yourself in this certain manner with this person. And there's now something between you guys, it's a vibration, it's an attachment, and it's hard to get rid of. It is not the easiest thing to shake. So therefore, you're wasting your own time. We waste our own time dealing with the wrong people, dealing with people that God did not call to be a part of our lives, but we enjoy the feelings they bring, whether it's physicality, whether it's you know something else that they bring to the table. We find ourselves being attracted to those feelings and not even the person. You know, when a person does you wrong or something happens and, you know, you and this um, other person no longer talk, you still, in the back of our mind, we still remember, oh, well, he makes me feel good. Oh, she, she makes me feel good in this area. But they could have done the worst thing they could have possibly done to you, cheated or whatever the case may be. However, those feelings, how they made us feel will stick to us because whether we like it or not, we've shared something with them that, you know, causes an emotional attachment. But See, lust, the thing about lust is it's not only when it comes to sex. You can have a lust for money. You can have a lust for life. I think Drake got a song called Lust for Life. 
But lust can be any strong um, desire for something. And it has the biggest influence on our actions. So whatever occurs in the mind first, your actions will follow. So if you're thinking about something too much or if you're constantly um, wanting to do something and it is on your brain all day, you are going to act out those things that you are thinking until you check yourself. We got to check ourselves sometimes and let our, we got to let ourselves know, like, no, stop it. You got to stop and you got to pray and ask the Lord to renew your mind. Because when I tell you, I'm going to say it one more time, your thoughts become your actions. So let me help. Let me help y'all out with something really quick. Because to tell the difference between lust and love is so difficult. Let me give you guys some characteristics. So lust, you're in lust if you're more so focused on the person's looks and their body. If you're more interested in having sex, but not in having conversations. If you rather not discuss your real feelings or you guys aren't really friends, you're more like lovers. You know, friends have that substance. It has that. There's like a boundary there with friendships. You guys are building up to the point of um, if you're going to experience a relationship with one another. But those are the characteristics of lust. Now, we all know what love feels like. At least I hope we all know what love feels like. But it's more so you want to spend quality time with the person. You want to talk and get to know them on a deep, deeper level. Um, you want to listen to their feelings and you want to share your feelings. You honestly want to do whatever it takes to make that person happy. Um, they motivate you. You get motivated and inspired by this person and you want to meet their family and friends. Now, lust is totally different from that. You don't want to meet family and friends. I'm just trying to do what I can do. And then that's it. <laughs> And of course, we want to make sure we're paying attention to these things early on um, when we we start dealing with someone early on in the relationship. Uh, I really think that building that friendship first is what makes relationships last, not just jumping into the relationship. You want to make sure you have that foundation of friendship to where you feel 100% comfortable with this person. And it's second nature for you to share your thoughts and your feelings with them. Um, I believe a lot of relationships lack that basic communication. Um, that's something that you have to nip in the bud right at the beginning. If you're a communicator and you're the person you're dealing with is not a communicator, that needs to be um, a topic of discussion at the very beginning because communication is a major key. I got a little bit off topic there, but... I'm a firm believer that communication is so important. If you are not a communicator, but your partner is a communicator, you really have to learn how to communicate properly. It will definitely put a lot of strain and stress on a relationship because one person will feel like they're giving 110% while the other person is only giving 60. Now, I'm definitely not a love doctor 
or a relationship expert. I am not. I'm just sharing with you guys um, what I've learned from my past situations, dealing with different types of people. And I believe that your previous experiences will cause you to learn how to be the best you for your soulmate or whoever um, God is going to place in your life in the future. So I want to share these things with you so that we can all be proactive in our development. Um, I'm always big on making sure you take care of yourself and work on yourself constantly, daily. Work on yourself even when you feel like you've completed every task. Um, We want to make sure that we are constantly looking for ways to better ourselves. So knowing the difference between lust and love, I feel like is a big deal in growing up and maturing. Uh, When you reach a certain age, you don't want to be in relationships that aren't going anywhere. I was watching something. I forgot who was saying it um, in a video, but it was a guy. He was talking about how he dates with purpose. And that's so, so, so important. You have to date with purpose. There is no point in dating a person that you don't see a future with. A lot of people are going to disagree with me. I already know. But what are you going to entertain a person for if you don't see a future with that person? It makes absolutely no sense. Now, of course, you have to hang out and get to know this person to gauge whether this is someone um, you want to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah, don't skip that part. But I'm saying once you realize, okay, there's some red flags being shown here. There's some things that I'm not going to be able to deal with or things of that nature. Why would you continue to deal with that person on that level if you know it's it's going to be a dead end type of situation? Uh, we have to be able to put that line right where it needs to be, put that boundary between a friend and a lover, a friend and you know my significant other or my soulmate. And it's super important to let people know their roles in your life. Um, We want to make sure we're not leading people on and making them think that there's a future when it's really not. So ladies, if you need to hit them with the bro, nah, bruh, if you need to hit them with that and curve that real quick, that's what you got to do. Guys, if y'all need to say, oh, you like my little sister. (laughs) If that's the route you need to go in order to get the other person to understand, look, it's not going um, any further than a friendship, then that's what you have to do. I'm just saying, let's make sure we're making the right decisions from the beginning so that we don't find ourselves dragging on a situation that wasn't meant to last. We have to be mindful that every person that comes in your life that you think is such a sweet and caring person, oh, this could be my life partner. This could be my soulmate. Every person that comes in your life like that is not who God created to be with you. They're not. They can be someone who was sent to teach you a lesson or help you learn something about yourself that no one in your past has taught you. So we have to make sure we are realizing those things in the beginning and after dealing with that person. And once we realize that, we draw that line and let them know this is your placement in our life. That way, when it's all said and done, no one is feeling used and abused. 
Nobody is feeling like they wasted their time. Everybody can go along their happy lives and be comfortable with the decision that was made. Now, this is strictly my opinion. Um, I'm not saying it's the best way to handle situations like these, but from my experience, this is something that I'm going to make sure I adopt <laughs> into my life. And um, I just want to share that with you guys. Um, just another perspective. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all more than you will ever know um, and don't forget that civil goddess is the brand prayer poise passion is the slogan and goddess talk is the language